Welcome back, Giants fans. A couple announcements real quick, so if you want to just get into the grades and skip a couple minutes ahead, but I just have to say, I made a podcast for my Giants content called MTN Giants Podcast. If you would go over there and subscribe and hopefully leave a five-star review, that'd be awesome. It should be on most popular platforms. If it's not on a platform you want it on, then let me know. Just DM me and I'll try to get that up. I'm not really you know, too savvy with that stuff, but I'll try to do it anyway for you. Um, I'm going to make a Brooklyn Nets podcast at one point, maybe even a fantasy football one. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I want to do and just not enough time to do it. So anyway, I'll try to, uh, I'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys informed. Anyway, hopefully you guys go over there and listen to that. And with that said, let's get into the video of the midseason grades. All right, so let's start with the secondary on defense and work our way up to the quarterback. So we'll start with the Dory Jackson outside corner. Um, he's making a lot of money, of course, but I've been pretty impressed with the Dory Jackson so far. Now, I can't give him the highest grade because he may have cost us a game with the dropped interception versus the Falcons that I think 99% of people watching this video probably could have caught themselves. So that was a bit disappointing, of course. Well, very disappointing. But Adore Jackson has been really good this year. So I'm going to give him an A-. minus. Some people may disagree. Um, I guess the one other thing I could say about him, he hasn't been the best tackler at some points. I remember him getting ran over by Taysom Hill a couple of times against New Orleans. So there's been a couple of, you know, just not great things with him. But for the most part, Adore Jackson has done a great job this year. They're really good job against Tyreek Hill when they played the Chiefs a couple weeks ago, so I keep that stuff in my mind. He's had a good year so far, and hopefully he stays healthy going forward. Next, we have Darnay Holmes, the slot corner, and he had a point in this year where he was not really not playing a lot, so the first two weeks he was playing a lot, then in weeks three through six, he really was barely playing at all, and since week seven on, he's been playing a lot more, so for him, I mean, look, he kind of fell out of the rotation for a little bit, so that's going to impact his grade, of course. I'll give him a C. I'm still a fan of his, and I do want him to work out here because I do think he has what it takes to be a good slot corner. It just hasn't really, it just all hasn't worked out for him yet. So I think at some point in the future, maybe he does become the slot corner we need, but it was unfortunate to see guys like Julian Love playing over him in the slot, even Jabril Peppers. Like, that's not what you want to see for a guy in year two who had a pretty promising rookie year. So right now it's a C, but definitely could get better for Darnay Holmes. Jabril Peppers, I guess, will include because he did play enough games this year, I feel like, to be included on this list. I'll give him somewhere from a C plus to a B minus. Now, he did fall out of the rotation for a little bit. Definitely was uh, not playing the same amount of snaps he usually has the past couple years here. So that definitely impacts the grade. But I will say, Peppers was a really good pass rusher for this team. He was good at stopping the run. The problem, of course, was coverage. He had too many times in coverage, whether it was week one against Noah Fance or whether it was uh, the game against Kyle Pitts in week three, letting up the big catch. So he had his times in coverage where things didn't go so well, but that's not too much of a surprise. But Peppers was a defensive leader on this team and losing him definitely hurts so with that said I'll give him somewhere from a C plus to B minus and he's definitely missed by this defense next we have James Bradbury now James Bradbury is not the same guy he was last year but he does have three interceptions and he hasn't been completely awful I think with that said and, and the uh, outside cornerback position being so important I'll give him a B minus, and I don't know if that's fair. I mean, I think it's fair, but I think a B minus is okay because he's making enough game-changing plays with the interceptions, but the reason why it's not higher is because he's had some you know, big gains against him. Of course, the, the CeeDee Lamb touchdown comes to mind. There was a Terry McLaurin game in week two where he went off against him and things like that. But a lot of it wasn't zone coverage. It wasn't exactly James Bradbury's fault. And Bradbury, I will say, has not been very good against the run. I feel like he's always getting, he can't shed his blocks very well in the run game. That's definitely been a problem so far this year. So with that said, I can't give him much of a higher grade, but B minus is, uh, it seems pretty fair to me. Next, we have Logan Ryan. And I'll admit, I've been severely disappointed so far. He came in here last year and 
filled in for the injured McKinney and played really well, but for some reason this year, he's just not getting it done. He's had some dropped interceptions. He's, once again, another guy who's not making the tackles he usually does make, and of course, it's concerning now when he's in his 30s. Is he kind of falling off? You know, that question definitely comes to mind. He's on a big contract now, so that definitely is an influence in this uh, grade as well. So with that said, I'll give him somewhere from a C- minus to a C. I have not been too impressed so far. At least he's durable. At least he's playing, and at least he's still a leader on this defense. But um, just on the field, he has not been the guy we expected so far. So hopefully things get better for him in the second half. Next, we have Xavier McKinney. Year two breakout potentially here. I think he has four interceptions right now. That leads the Giants. So McKinney's been off to a good start, and I have to give him somewhere, I would say like a B plus, A minus. He's been very impressive so far. He's had multiple games with two interceptions, of course, the Raiders game and the Rams game. The Rams game kind of went under the radar because they got their doors blown off. But still, in the Raiders game, he was big, had pretty much the game-clinching interception, and then, of course, Roche had the game-clinching sack fumble. But uh, McKinney definitely made some big plays out there. I feel like he's been a pretty good tackler so far this year. He's had a couple instances where he missed some, but like not, it hasn't been been too egregious so I do think he's been a good safety for this team and it is tough for him because he plays a lot of center field for this team he's like a free safety he's playing like 30 yards off the ball sometimes so for him to make a consistent impact it's tough but he is being a good ball hawk and he's definitely taking advantage of the interception opportunities so with that said I'll give him a B plus a minus and definitely has a chance to grow here in the future next we have Julian Love who's been more of a slot corner slash safety I haven't been like overly impressed with Julian Love he had the interception he was kind of in the right place right time against the Chiefs on the goal line there. Um, but I've seen more bad than good, I feel like, as much as I love Julian Love, no pun intended there, but um, I do like him, of course, but yeah, I have to give him like a C. I have not really been overly impressed so far. I think he's a fine depth piece. It's just we're kind of past the point where we expect Julian Love to be like a building block for this team, but if the Giants want to keep him around for the next five or six years and be a, a, a depth piece in the secondary, I'm fine with that. I think he's good for that stuff, but um, the potential for him to reach a ceiling of being like a cornerback too is probably not going to be there. He's not a slot corner as we've seen already. So with that said, it's a C, but I do want to keep him around for the future. Next for the linebacker position, there's not many guys I can talk about because they have not played enough like Bernardrick McKinney or even Carter Coughlin or Cam Brown. I can't really give a good opinion on those grades, honestly. So we will talk about Tay Crowder. We will talk about um, Reggie Ragland here. Blake Martinez only played two and a half games, so I can't say him either, not even two and a half. So for Tay Crowder, we'll start with now. You guys know I love Tay Crowder when we drafted him. I thought he was like a diamond in the rough type of guy, but I got to be honest, when I come to my sports teams, I'm always honest, and, and Tay Crowder has not been that great. He's had a couple of really good games. I think last game against the Raiders, he played really well, but he's had games this year where he has just been on the wrong side of some big plays. He let up two big plays in the receiving game, one touchdown to J.D. McKissick, not touchdown, but one big play on that Thursday night game to J.D. McKissick on Washington. Then he had one to Daryl Henderson on the Rams. So Tay Crowder and coverage for a guy that was a former running back. I expected better, but he's definitely not a coverage linebacker. But Tay Crowder right now is just, you know, even in PFF is grading out terribly, and I can kind of see why. But he's had he's had some games where you can see the potentials there. So he's not where he needs to be yet, but he's going to play the rest of the year. So he has the second half of this year to really prove he belongs. And, you know, so far I have my questions about his future, but we'll see what happens in the second half. So I almost forgot this is a grade show. So with that said, 
I gotta be honest, I'll give him like a D plus, C minus. I'm not really impressed, honestly, so far, but hopefully he finds a way to turn things around here. For Reggie Ragland, I mean, they don't ask him to be in coverage as much as, as Tate Crowder, so it definitely bodes well for a guy like Reggie Ragland who does not really thrive based on athleticism and quick movements and all that, but he's been okay in the run game, not too many complaints, honestly, and he's had a couple of pretty important run stops this year. You know, Ragland, for the role he plays, I'll give him like a C plus. He's been okay, you know, not, not anything impressive like I expected but um, you know so far he's been just a fine linebacker number two so that's it is what it is and he, he is who he is so um, I'll give him a C plus for the edge guys here we start with Aziz Ojolari so I'll give him an A minus and some of you are like how do you not give him an A plus well so when I'm giving out these grades I'm comparing them to the rest of the NFL like how do I compare Aziz Ojolari to you know, most edge rushers in the NFL. And I don't think he's been an A-plus player so far. I mean, there's guys that are better than him. So, you know, based on expectations, of course, for a second-round pick, yeah, you can say he's an A-plus player. But just right now, just comparing him to the rest of the league, I have to put him in that A-minus category. But that's fine. I've been pleasantly surprised so far with Aziz Ojolari. I was a fan of the draft pick, and so far it's looking great. You know, I think he leads the team in sacks. And um, he started off the year not that great against the run, but it's, it's getting a lot better. You can see the improvements there um, and the pass rush of course is getting there for him as well just the incredible bend and quickness he has on the edge definitely fits this scheme and we know that so he's been an impact player and he should play a lot more in the second half so you know with that said he's getting he's getting an a minus from me and if he continues to play like this he might finish the year with double digit sacks as a second round rookie which would be fantastic next we have Lorenzo Carter who has been a disappointment I will say in year four he had that one awesome play where he intercepted Dak Prescott tipped the ball up and caught it so that was a cool play but really not much else from Zoe he had a couple of nice run stops this year but just not enough where this should have been like his year four statement year where he proves he belongs I know he's coming off the Achilles injury which is tough but um, sometimes it takes you know takes guys a full year to come back from that so I do understand that as well Maybe he has a better second half here in store, but so far it has not been impressive. I'll give him a D. I have not been impressed, honestly, but um, his playing time will probably decline as Quincy Roche and even Aziz Ojolari outplay him. And same with the next guy here, um, O'Shane Zimenez. O'Shane Zimenez has... He was a guy I love when we drafted him as well. I was very excited when we took him uh, 95th overall a few years back. I love the pick, but um, he had some flashes as a rookie, but he, he has not turned out to be a good player so far. This was an important year three for him. He was kind of on the roster bubble this year. He made the team, but he just has not been that great. So he may have one or two good plays this year, but for the most part, he's just been basically nothing. And I can't give him a good grade, so he's probably a D as well. Him and Lorenzo Carter are probably Ds, and that's not where you want to be, of course, but they are young, and hopefully they can find a way to turn things around as New York Giants, but Lorenzo Carter, I have to be honest, he may be on a different team next year, and O'Shane Zimenez may not even last on this team, so we'll find out what happens, but things have not gotten off to the best start for them. As for Quincy Roche, he has not played the most snaps either, but he's played in recent weeks, and he's been great, so we'll give him a grade. So based on where he's been, I'll give him a B. He's been really good, honestly. I think um, not many people expected Quincy Roche to have an impact. He's, you know, of course, had the game-sealing uh, strip sack. He had one run stop against Carolina. I think it was DJ Moore on an end-around where he blew up that play. He's been impressive. He's kind of an undersized guy, not like the best athlete in the world. But for some reason, he's working out very well here. So I do hope he plays more in the second half. I want to see the young guys play. I want to see Aziz. I want to see Roche. And hopefully they play them more in the second half. So 
Quincy Roche, I said, I'll give him a B. I think, you know, he hasn't been an A player yet. He might get there one day, but so far he's been a solid B, and we'll definitely take that for a guy who we just picked up before the season started. For defensive line, we'll start with Dexter Lawrence here. I'll give him a C plus. He has not lived up to the 17th overall pick price yet. It's not really his fault. It's the guy who drafted him, but um, he's been okay. He's had some moments this year with some really big run stops. He's had some pressures, but... He's not the game changer we expected when we took him. He's not the guy who formed into like Vita Vea or someone like that when we took him or Fletcher Cox even. So he has not turned into that guy yet. So it was a pivotal year three. I've been kind of underwhelmed so far. So he's been okay. He's still a fine starter. I think C plus is fair, but he has to get better as his career goes on here. For Austin Johnson, I feel like he's been fine. He's had some sacks this year. Um, overall, he hasn't been like the most impressive guy. I'll probably give him a C plus as well, maybe a B minus. He's been somewhere in that category. So um, he's making some plays though. I will say for a guy we did not expect much from, he's been impressive. So um, I will say he's been, uh, you know, he was a guy we picked up a couple years ago, former second round pick talent, and we were hoping it would work out. And so far it's been okay. So it hasn't been, the greatest signing in the world, but I think he's somewhere from that C plus B minus area so far. I'll go to Danny Shelton next. You get an F. Danny Shelton stinks. Can't stand the guy. I was actually really excited for that signing. I thought it would work out and he'd be a great nose tackle for this team, but no, he's been awful. I, I saw a play last week where he got just, not last week, two weeks ago now, where he just got ran over, just put in the ground by somebody. And he weighs like 350 pounds. I don't know how you get put in the ground at that weight, but He's been embarrassing, and Danny Shelton's been a failure of a signing, and I was excited about that signing, so I feel bad about that. So anyway, uh, Leonard Williams, I think Leo should probably get an A. I'm, it's tough for me to give guys an A+. Plus. I'm a tough grader, as you guys know, but I think an A is fair for Leonard Williams. He's been slightly, slightly worse than last year, but like just still a, a very good player for this team. Is he worth $21 million per year? I don't think he'll ever get to that, but he's been t pretty damn good. He's been a very important piece on this team, the best defender on this team so far, and you know he's had a couple of games where he hasn't made the impact we wanted, but for the most part, he has shown up. I mean, early on in the season, we were all stressing about the contract because he wasn't making enough of an impact, but now he is and he's been impressive so I'll give him an A and hopefully he finds a way to keep up this production for the next you know two years or however long he's here for all right for offensive linemen let's start with Andrew Thomas I'll give Andrew Thomas an A minus part of that is because he hasn't been able to stay healthy which is not his fault I get that but availability is very important of course so um, yeah he hasn't been the most perfect left tackle in the league but he was very good when he was in there and I'm excited to get him back on Monday hopefully so he gets an A minus but if he stays healthy and still plays at this level he should be like possibly an A-plus player in the future. So I am excited about him going forward. Nate Solder, I will give him a, man, some of you want me to say F. I'll say D-plus because he has stayed healthy, which I'm actually surprised about. I figured he would not at this point in his career. He's been out there. He's kind of made a fool of himself sometimes, but there's been times he's been okay. So I give him a D-plus. I feel like that's an okay grade for Nate Solder. Hopefully he's out of our lives by next year. Matt Parrott, when he's filled in at left tackle and played some right tackle, has been very up and down. So with that said, I'll give him like a C, a C minus. Um, you know, he ha he's been exposed on a few plays, I'm not going to lie, but he's also been okay for the other parts of it. So he hasn't been the worst tackle in the league, but um, he definitely needs to improve, of course, going forward. It's only year two. He's more of a developmental project. So maybe he, I do want him to play right tackle the rest of the year. Hopefully he does. And I, I want to see him grow more because I'm kind of over the whole Nate Solder thing. But knowing the Giants, they'll probably play Nate Solder because they love him. So we'll see what happens there. Will Hernandez is pretty disappointing for the most part. Um, I expected better, of course, especially in year four. Um, he has played every game. I think he's played every snap, actually. So I think he's, you know, he's been very durable, of course, but... 
it, it's just not what we expected when we drafted him 34th overall a few years back. And with that said, I'll give him a C minus as well. He's got to be better, and there's a chance he might not be here next year. He's in a contract year, so. It's been disappointing, and I expected more when he was drafted, so, you know, it is what it is right now. For Matt Skura, I will give him probably also a D-plus. He has not really been that great, honestly, whether it's him or Bredesen. Neither left guard has been that great on this team, honestly, so it's been a bad spot for this team. They have to get one in the draft next year or free agency because they cannot keep rolling with guys that are coming off the street, basically, to be their starting left guard. For center, Billy Price has really performed like a bottom five center in football right now. So I'll probably give him a D or D plus as well. I mean, he's had some reps this year where he's looked awful. He's had some where he's looked okay. So, you know, I guess it is what it is with uh, with Nick Gates being out. They kind of had to, to do it. So it sucks, but Billy Price, I guess, could be worse. But, you know, I mean... We expect better, of course, as a from a starting center, so it kind of sucks. For tight end, we'll start with Evan Engram, everyone's favorite giant. Engram's been uh, not horrible this year. I mean, I think it's fair to give him like a C. He has not made the most impact, of course, but he also has not cost the Giants a game yet, I don't think. So um, he's had back-to-back touchdowns here. So, you know, he's okay. He's not, you know, I don't know if he has a future here. I mean, the coaching staff loves him, so if Joe Judge is here, maybe that means Engram's back next year, but... He has, he's been all right, better than last year, I'll put it that way. So I can't give him a great grade, but a C I think is fair for him. For Kyle Rudolph, I mean, he caught his first touchdown a couple weeks ago. That was cool, but it's been very disappointing. We'll give him a D plus. I mean, you know, we signed him for a good amount of money. We were hoping he had something left in the tank, but he just does not. He does not look like the same guy he used to, which I guess is not much of a surprise coming off foot surgery and being now in his early 30s. So... It is what it is, but he's been disappointing, so I'll give him a D plus, and he'll probably be cut after this year if it keeps if it keeps trending in this direction. Caden Smith has been whatever, you know. I can't really give him a fair grade, honestly. We haven't seen a ton from him, so you know he's been all right. I'll give him like a B minus or something. For the running back position, we'll start with Devonte Booker, who right now, actually looking at it, is the 61st out of 61st ranked running back on PFF. That's not good, but anyway, <laughs> Devonte Booker, I feel like was not that impressive up until the Raiders game, and the Raiders have a very bad one of the worst run defenses in football so he took advantage of the bad matchup I'll give him that he had a nice receiving uh game against the Chiefs I believe they took like a screen pass 40 yards at Kansas City so Devontae Booker's had his moments but he's just not that impressive I know he has like that three down back label and all that crap but still he's not been that great so for me he gets like a C minus he's taken up too much money he's not that impressive for Saquon Barkley um he wasn't playing all that great when he was healthy now a lot of it's not his fault, of course. The guys can't block, but um, you know his yards per carry was not great. He made some impact plays. The Saints touchdown, of course, comes to mind. So he made some plays for us, but overall it wasn't too impressive. So you know you got to uh, got to include the injury as well. He's not been able to stay healthy, so I use that as an Andrew Thomas excuse as well to give him a lower grade. So I got to be fair for everybody. So with that said, for Barkley, we'll give him a C minus. I do want to see him come back and actually do something in the second half because you know whether the Giants want to extend them or even trade him. Like, I think it benefits the Giants either way if he plays well. So let's see what he does in the second half. It's a tough matchup against Tampa here in Week uh, 11. But going forward, there's easier matchups for Saquon to exploit in the second half of the year. For Kadarius Tony, I'll give him a B plus. It's been a pretty impressive rookie year, I would say. I mean, he's definitely shown us the flashes of what he can be. Um, I feel like a lot of it's the Giants coaching staff's fault as well as to why he does not have a higher grade. Um, they did not play him a lot the first couple 
couple games, and he had one target last week. They're not getting him the ball enough. So, you know, part of it's the coaching staff, and then some of it's like the availability thing. He's been hurt a couple times, nothing serious, but still. Um, He also punched a guy in the face, which I guess we liked, but it's also not what you want to see from a rookie. So uh, I think a B-plus is fair. He's definitely shown enough flashes to be like an A player one day, so we'll see what he does in the future. Sterling Shepard, I feel bad for. Got to bump the grade down because of the injuries once again. So with that said, I'll give him a B or B minus. I think he's played well when he's in there. It's just the injuries have just took uh, down his grade a whole lot. And we're just kind of used to it now as Giants fans because unfortunately the man cannot stay healthy. But when he's out there, he's been impressive. So we'll give him a B. For Darius Slayton, you got to impact his grade because he may have cost us a game at Washington. Was it the easiest catch in the world? No, but he should have caught it. I will say that. Um, But yeah, he's had too many drops this year. He's made some plays for us. He did have a touchdown in the Washington game. He had a touchdown in another game. I forget which one it was now, but he's made some plays for us, but he's also been very inconsistent with the hands. It may have cost him a game in week two. So with that said, I'll give him a C minus. I don't think Slayton has much of a future here with this team, unfortunately. He was a nice find in round five by Gettleman, but it just has not really worked out so far. The hands and the concentration drops are just not, you can't have it. So it's it can't be that high of a grade for him. Um, John Ross has not played enough. He made some plays for us, of course. Uh, Kenny Galladay. I feel like Galladay's been okay when he's targeted, but they just don't throw the ball at him a lot. And he's also been injured, so that impacts the grade. I'll give Galladay like a similar grade to Shepard. I'll give him a B because he's been okay when he's in there. But, you know, he had two targets last week and he's had some games where they don't throw the ball to him too much. So I think when we signed Galladay, we expected more. But a lot of it's because of the injury and the offense he's in. So not really his fault. But I think a B is fair. But he does have a chance here to have a big second half. So hopefully he can stay on the football field. And we end here with Daniel Jones, of course. So Daniel Jones has had a statistically kind of underwhelming year. Nothing great with the stats. But you have to influence or impact this grade with the play caller he has and the injuries around him and all the incompetence the Giants have put around their young quarterback. I'm not one to make a ton of excuses for Daniel Jones. So with that said, he's somewhere from C plus to B minus for me, somewhere in that area. So we'll give him like a, an 80 grade, I guess, technically. So um, yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones has improved over this year. You can tell the pocket awareness is better. Um, the fumbles, I guess, are getting better. It's still like there's still always that killer fumble when you don't need it, but it's been getting better. The interceptions, I mean, he's had three this year that were bad, that were his fault, the Rams ones and the Chiefs ones, but the interceptions are not what they used to be. But, you know, whether I think a lot of it's the offense he's in, I'm sure it's Jason Garrett, Joe Judge, don't let him push the ball downfield. It's not really his fault. So it's really tough to give Daniel Jones an honest grade because there's so much crap around him that we just don't know about so you know based on what I've seen though and from what I've seen in these games he's more of a C plus B minus type of guy I still would love to see what Daniel Jones looks like on a better team and you know maybe that's not with the Giants I have no idea but hopefully the Giants actually keep him next year and give him an offensive line and give him a good play caller so hopefully one day we can see who Daniel Jones actually is because right now I don't know do I feel confident he's the uh the franchise quarterback not right now but things can change if you put a better team around him we'll see what happens so uh tough to really know who daniel jones is at this moment unfortunately here in year three still but it is what it is so um that will do it for this video i guess i can give joe judge a grade because why not we'll give the coordinators a grade so joe judge for me 
Joe Judge is getting the C minus. I loved him. It was an A plus for me last year, I think, but it's just been so he's been so bad with the fourth downs and the timeouts and the discipline and all that stuff that he should be good at. So that's frustrating. C minus for me. Jason Garrett's a D. Not much has gotten better. You still stink. I don't want him here next year. And Patrick Graham is a B plus. He's been getting a lot better. A few weeks ago he might have been at like a C, but the defense is actually getting really good now. So Patrick Graham deserves a lot of credit for his defensive scheme and game plans against some of these good offenses out here so Patrick Graham is trending in the right direction as for Judge and Garrett not really so those are my grades um for Gettleman we'll give him one at the end of the end of the year um you know right now things are not looking great obviously he might not be here so I'm not gonna really um you know add insult to injury with Gettleman so that is what it is all right so hopefully everyone enjoyed the video once again if you have not subscribed or followed the podcast go ahead and do that hopefully leave a five-star review and a nice comment if you will and I will talk to you guys next time